0: You are listening to KYRS, Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. This is Outspoken. You're back. It's It's another
1: Sunday. This time it's a little snowier in our neck of the woods. I know. For those of you out there who aren't in our neck of the woods, it's snow here yeah. well we it, talked to somebody earlier who said that uh, you know, they live in la yeah. and you know they they have you know in the winter mm-hmm. they said he was watching a movie and it was based in la and it was they had all the seasons in it and it would say winter 2000 whatever and it's just people in t-shirts and on the beach shorts and, yeah <laughs> and that's how it goes yeah really, you know so. that's how that's the thing yeah. Not real, so yeah. but we get the seasons here and if you've we been do. out on the roads you feel them
0: Yes. yeah. Be be safe driving out there, everybody. Get your snow tires on, and also... And watch other drivers. Yeah, Let's practice defensive driving. Right. There you just go. Just And also, if you can stay home, probably just probably stay Probably do home. that. Yeah. And if you're in the valley, really do that, because the oh, valley roads... Roads are awful. ...are
1: awful. Now, yeah. I will say, I was noticing out front, we've been in the studio for a while this morning, but I'm noticing that roads seem a little clearer a out little in bit, front of yeah. the studio... So um, hopefully that means they're a little clearer where you are. I will say it meant nothing on my drive to work this morning because... I got out of my, in the valley I live, mm-hmm. I got out of my parking
0: space and onto the road and then right away got stuck. So, <laughs> right, well doing and good. And valley, your, you're your car great. doesn't have the best tires and it's also like two inches off the off the ground, so a really pretty short car. <laughs> right, it is a tiny it's car. It's a car. Well, yeah. It's, it's duct taped together. It's you know, duct
1: taped together. Eight. So, it's not like... <laughs> but there were other people stuck too. So, it was That's not true. just my car. And my car did get to ski into the studio today. So, oh, it made woo-hoo. it here. I, don't, I can't guarantee I'm going to get out of the parking lot. Yeah. But well... I got to the parking lot. We'll
0: do our best. Hopefully more (laughs) plow trucks are out there. But you know what's funny is we talk about small cars getting stuck. Talk about big trucks who think that they're invincible. (sighs) How many times have I seen them pull off the road? This morning, I'm coming in to the studio, and I see a truck with its entire tire completely off, and it has just the rim, and it's on the ground. The police officer is behind it, and it, yeah, it skidded off, and the tire blew yeah. off, and everything. I'm like, you guys. And this is what I think about just trucks that do a It doesn't cr- mean you can. <laughs> it, you're invincible to exactly, the snow. Exactly. Exactly.
1: Well, and here's the thing. So trucks. This is what I think. They do. I bet you your yeah. truck can do well, but not if you're going to drive like an idiot. Exactly. Because you think you can. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: And, and sure, you're right. It does, it might do a little bit better, but they all. How, I mean, not all, but a lot mm. of them have this attitude where they're like, well, right, this well, snow won't stop me. I'm a Right. Child.
2: I own the the road. Yeah.
1: Girl. Yeah, girl I know. And can, can we talk about over. taxis? I know oh. we have Lyft and Ubers now, but taxis are crazy. I had a <laughs> oh, taxi who just decided, they didn't even try to stop, but they were going to T-bone me because they just keep going. Like, what am I? Where? Hello? Yeah. My Car. car's not white. It did not uh-uh. blend in. No. It I did not blend in. It is right here. Yeah. <laughs> And trust me, you can't miss my car. It has duct tape all over it. I know, right? So, anyways, fun times. Well, we ended up uh, going way out north yesterday in all of this fun stuff because we went to my uh, day job. We We went to an office party that my my day job had, and you came with me (coughs) because I like to confuse people. You know. And- um, and so we went there last night. It was way out at Ho- Hobarth. Bozarth. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Bozarth Mansion. Yep. I don't know. Hobart. <laughs> That's the <thing> now. <laughs> the Hobo Mansion? The, right. A hobo right Mansion. That place. Yeah? Okay. We went out there and we were way, <laughs> way early as, you know, per me. <laughs> um, That's how it works.
0: So, you know when people say for an office party, start times 530, that typically means people will filter in by 545. Um. Yeah, we were there at 430. Yeah, we were. An hour we were before the It's snowing. Planned. As time. we're sitting in the so. car, yeah. yeah,
1: and we get in there, we <laughs> explored. Yeah, we. It's we beautiful. Up in the second. It's level. haunted, it and is. I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. There apparently is in 1911, which is when that the mansion was built. Uh, There's like a torture shower. I don't know what it is. No. Upstairs. It's very odd. It's lots of contraptions in that shower that I'm like, what's happening? Yeah. It's all all over. I'd be confused. (laughs) Whatever you're (laughs) doing in there, I would just be confused and I need to go. Just give me water and make it hot. (laughs) That's all I need. Just pour it down. That's fine. It's (laughs) fine. Yeah.
0: I love that. But
1: it was fun. We went there. You got to meet a lot lot of of my co workers. They had already heard about you and, Mm -hmm. and it was fun to talk about the show. So, but, um, Yeah, we had a lot of fun. I'm not going to say there might have been, we weren't allowed hard alcohol at this party, right? That's the rule. The rule is no hard alcohol. It doesn't mean that my coworkers don't know how to get around the rule. Um, One of my favorite people (laughs) might have had a little flask that we all would disappear with. And listen, I'm not talking, we're not kids either. We are smart adults. And we're like, hey. And so that was fun. Yeah. So and I I really
0: appreciated that because it was right, a it little was needed. bit delicious. It was, uh, it was just it kinda was. delicious. It was very um,
1: yeah. But yeah, so that was a lot of fun. We gotta meet and I love it. So you get your name, they mm-hmm. gave away prizes, my friend Joanne, uh w- it was hysterical because her and I did not get chosen for anything. Right. And so we decided on Monday we're going to do our own prizes, yeah. just but just for the two of us. Just No one too. else is invited.
3: Yeah, <laughs> like, two prizes for two people. And then people. we could be
1: like, Joanne and Jonathan won. We won. <laughs> I love it. Well, that. we also played a game yeah. called Left, Right, Center that I've never played. Which, I, yeah, I've never even heard of. Which has dice that mm-hmm. are L, R, C, and there's a, a little dot. dot. Yeah. Um, and basically you start with $3 bills and everybody right. at the table has it and you roll the dice and if it's left, you give a dollar to the left and if you get the little dot, it means you keep you your keep dollar. dollar. Right. If you put it in the center, you've lost it forever. That's And pot. you play yeah. it right. until only one person has a dollar left and I will either people think it's great on Monday, or they'll hate me for bringing you. Yeah. Because <laughs> at our table, you won the pot. I
0: did win the pot. <clears throat> it that was, was kind fun. of exciting. That was. And it's yeah, it, we were right next to each other, and you yeah. almost won it, but then you got. It was a very run. close. Yeah. But yeah, if I was fun. gonna give it away, at right.
1: least it went that way. But yeah. it, it was so fun. So I'm waiting tomorrow. I <laughs> to get those yeah. bitter people who are like, <laughs> uh, "Yeah, <laughs> so you brought the money. guy <laughs> who took my money. So thanks." <clears throat> but no, hey, and that was really cool. And then we did. So I mean, it was fun. It was. You know, it was an office party, but it was kind of fun, so that's what we did. But I also want to talk about, not only did you win the pot of money at the center of the table yesterday... but you are, and I tell people all the time, you are one of the luckiest people I know. You're right. also smart and you work hard. I do. So a lot of your luck, you know, isn't luck. It's
0: just good things can happen.
1: Sure. And something awesome happened.
0: It did. So this week, I've I've been uh, at the gym working hard, and my number my goal was to gain gain muscle. Yeah. Um, because I'm done being kind of say scrawny. if the
1: goal is to gain weight, I would win.
0: Right. right. Well, I'm I mean, it. <laughs> technically, technically it. it is kind of right, but a little legal, different. But you just know, a little different specific. But um, yeah, I was uh the number one there was a 60 day challenge i was the number one gainer for that 60 days i'm so um, excited and so i i won a, a little prize and I did i, I gained get this 15 and 5 pounds of muscle in 60 days of muscle of muscle yeah. that's amazing mm-hmm.
1: and that's the hard work that's the I h- mean, yeah exactly and i know you were working hard oh Ooh. believe me okay oh, people trust me i had to listen about it all the no just kidding <laughs> no yeah you worked hard and yeah, i think that's I, I exciting mean, it, was cool. it was
0: cool to actually yeah. you know not only get results but you know yeah. be recognized like well, that. well and so. any of us that
1: go to the gym even oh, occasionally we all work. see those challenges yeah. like all these gyms have the yeah. challenges and you're
0: never the person, or you'd never even know the person right. who won,
1: and so it's kind of cool yeah. that you did it. I'm, I'm ec- proud. Of I'm you. excited
0: to when they put up the before and after picture yeah. up there, and I want to take I want take a picture That's of them, put it on Facebook, and, you know. So
1: what did Cole think? Because Cole goes to the same gym. Yeah. yeah. Well, it,
0: it's funny because Cole w- was going to be part of the challenge, but then isn't now. It, yeah. I mean, he just he didn't really want to do it, but he was really excited about it. That's I mean of so course. Cool. Duh. I mean, right? He's like my man. Your your boyfriend's number one gainer in the joke. I wanna mm-hmm. say that again well, number one gainer in all of the moves. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> See, See, in
1: my world, gainer means something completely different. Right, right. Because I'm a chubby guy. So, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah.
0: yeah. But I'll tell okay, I just wanna share this story because yeah. um, this is a motivation for everyone. Uh, who isn't, again, whose goal is to lose weight um, because that was also a challenge there. It was the same thing. Um, There was uh, three people who lost just the most amazing amount of weight and did such good work. And one of the uh, girls um, had, I mean, a a whole... She gave us a little testimonial. I mean, she had a whole um, problematic life and a breakup and everything. And I mean, just a really, really tough time. And then um, in six months... Get this: six months. So since last June, she lost a hundred and forty pounds. Oh my! And it, I mean, complete uh, change. Oh. And she's so. And she said that not only does it make her feel good and uh, a good self-image, it helps her, you know, with mental stress and anxiety. And she no longer has that. So that she really won happy. so many battles. Yeah. And I, you know, see being there and seeing those kind of stories right. really does. I mean, that's amazing. I that's love amazing. a good
1: story. It makes me want to kick back with some lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> a side of spaghetti and, like, oh, and just Alice. enjoy it with some ice cream <laughs> oh, no i think that's amazing boy. when real when you know people it's not just on tv right when, when, those, when those things it. happen, i mm. want to mention um really quick i want to preface that this is our birthday
0: it is our birthday
1: so this is the 155th show the 155 first of wow. all i'm like i'm exhausted but do you know how many guests we've had on the show Over 300. Over 300 guests. Over 300 guests. This is our third year on the air. As of today, this is the the third year Sunday Mm -hmm. anniversary. Mm -hmm. Official birthday was on the 8th. This is the official show day. 155. We're very excited to do that. We were at currently, or this week, we were... uh, very privileged and honored to be at the Pride Foundation mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. event that they did downtown with the people they have given scholarships to, and we are honored that we are for the third year running supported by the Pride Foundation right. as well. Right. And I just think you know that's that's to even imagine where we started and to think over three hundred yeah. guests and one hundred and fifty-five shows later, what we're what I I want that How is tired, exhausting, right? Know. How tired take a break.
0: Am <laughs> I? Maybe everyone should just listen to some their own music today, and we just take a break. We're just gonna take a nap.
1: We'll be. We're, we're gonna take a nap under yeah. the studio. But anyways, I'm excited. It's I amazing. Think that's great. It's fun. And thank you to everyone who continues to listen and give us uh, exactly. reasons to keep keep doing this. <laughs> Three years um, of listeners, and then. I love it. I want to talk about a very important show that we're doing next week. Yes. Uh, It's the next in the series of uncomfortable conversations that uh, we try to do to have these. We've talked about, we've had the bisexual conversation. We've talked about Mm -hmm. um, the black and white divide with racism issues and the Black Lives Matter movement and all of that. And the next one is grief. We're going to talk about grief. It's something in our society that we we Mm -hmm. try to rush through. We really don't want to share a lot. And until you're in it, uh, you don't understand that is an important conversation because i don't think we're taught in our culture how to deal how to cope right well yeah and so not. one of the things talk about weight gain like i was doing so well my doctor was so happy and then my friend tim died as we know on this show and when tim died everything was all rules off and i gained almost every bit of the weight that i lost which is so you're double punch you're doing it because you're sad and you know you don't know you're not sure how to deal with this and at the same time, you're mad at yourself because all of the good work you've done, you've reversed. Right. And so we're going to have conversations. We're going to have an author on uh, who wrote a book, Filling Empty, will be on, as well as our very own therapist, right. Damon L. Jacobs, will be on to
0: help us talk about how we cope with those things how, in our world. Yeah, the tools and how do you even do? Where mm-hmm. do you begin? Because it's rough. It's really rough. Um, and that's that's... Uh, that's going to be our conversation next week. Yes. So that's December 18th. Very important show. So we will be,
1: uh, we will be doing that. Sorry. Kurt is doing weird hand gestures. (laughs) Trying to read our minds. But anyways, that's great. Also, since Kurt, you know, is down, let's talk about him really quick and talk about this phenomenon. (laughs) It, it's not. A, is, it's a so mistake. Has, it's yes. an actual
0: someone mistake. What's mistakenly funny is he, said he has a Subaru, and then you have a brother, I, <laughs> which is the common the trend here. <laughs> yes, I mean, right. Subaru he brother, has same a Subaru, thing. Subaru, and I have, have a brother. brother, so we're friends. No so, um, Subaru, no. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, my brother's looking for a new car. Yes, and it's funny because he, uh, we were talking this weekend, and he said, um, "Oh well, I'm looking for a new car. I'm thinking about getting a Subi. Ugh. which just instantly carry, just i carry threw up in my mouth exactly. right exactly i mean why that is the exact it's a reaction super, Roo, a not subie. a subie yeah what Ew. The heck? A Ew. Subie? and it's then gross. we realized today that kurt calls it a subie as yeah, well yeah and i have i <laughs> it just ah uh, i don't like it i know i already
1: have a weird thing about people who shorten words i think it's funny so i will use it if it's a funny thing like okay. i'm soups jelly you know, all jelly. this so I tried yeah. I was teaching my coworkers. This. Yeah. Yeah. And I was telling my subworker I did a whole sentence of all of these miniature things. Yeah, yeah. And then I translated it to English for right. it <laughs> so that they wouldn't know what I was saying. But it's annoying. But I actually don't find some the what I find the most annoying this week is is Subi. That's I just It's
0: so I like Susan
1: B. Anthony. No, that's Subi. not it. Subi.
0: I don't like it at all. No. I mean, it's just Come on, think of a better way to do that. Be Maybe, better. Be <laughs> just better. Be better. Maybe we call him Sue. Here, here's a good shortening for you: Subaru. That's Subaru. a great shortening word. That is. Wow, it's quick. You it's go, easy. It's almost full length.
1: Done. We fixed it for French. you. It's almost French. I like it. Subaru. Yeah, it's almost French. Um, <laughs> it but is almost French. It's
4: you know. It's anyway, weird. I
1: had to say that. It's check in. You know, we can say what we want. So I just yeah, wanted true. to say. No rules. Hurt, you're bad. We're <laughs> calling Subie. it a Subie. <laughs> it's not a Subie. Um, uh, anyways, uh, we want to remind everybody what you can do around Spokane. We always like to support our local theater and the events going on. I want to remind you that you can still go see All Is Calm if you listened to our show last week. Uh, we had on first hour the director, Abby Crawford, mm-hmm. was in, and we had an amazing... Like forty-five minute conversation, conversation about this musical that's based right. on a true story. All Has come. It is still playing at the Modern Theater. You can go. You can get tickets up to December twenty-fourth. If you, uh, the Civic has two shows playing right now. Mm-hmm. You have a Charlie Brown Christmas, which who doesn't love that? I love Charlie Brown. I do too. And Christmas. Well, I do too. They're mostly the... Charlie Brown. Okay, Charlie Brown. <laughs> yeah, he makes it okay. Uh, December third through the eleventh, you yes. can go see that at Civic Theater. Uh, the Trial of Ebenezer Scrooge. Is also playing. I believe it's playing on the down downstairs stage. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, yeah, in the in the studio. Stage. Yeah, studio stage, and it's playing December 9th through the eighteenth, and that is also at Civic. Yeah theater and if you want to see a great spectacle of amazingness Ooh,
0: lots of colors and fun
1: i know what are the, what's i think
0: imb yes yeah, it's, it's cirque dreams holidays Ooh. um it is yeah december 16th and 17th at and the IMB. days
1: is spelled as if you're in a daze yeah d-a-z-e yeah. yeah. D-A-Z. and then uh second hour remember we will be welcoming collins we're going to have uh, a local man in studio chase lawrence who's going to he's an opinionated local man. Opinions. We enjoyed having conversations with this man. So great, he's great. actually in. Uh, we're going to talk about, hey, it's been a month since the election. What kind of a roller coaster ride have you went on? Where have you landed? Where What are you feeling right now? You can call in and share your experience and your mm-hmm. feelings about that. Um, we're going to be talking about it in a roundtable
0: se- yes, session here. Um,
1: that second hour... But until then, we have one whole hour to go. But let's start with a little music.
0: Let's do it. So um, this is, of course, a movie that everyone's been obsessed with. Um, it's Moana. Ooh, Love it. Everybody who sees see it, this absolutely loves it's, this movie. It's great. And the soundtrack is amazing because, of yes. course, you know, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Exactly. Um, how can you not be? How can you not be? And so this is going to be a song from the movie. And, uh, you know, it's Dwayne Johnson singing. So it's it's kind of weird. Interesting. But it's okay. a good song. So okay. here it is. Listen, listen up, people. You are back with KYRS Medical Expo can 88.1 and 92.3 FM. This is... Not and
1: that was... What's the name of that... Mu- <laughs> what's the name of the Disney film again? Mo- Moana. Moana. Or, as, Moana. or as
0: Cole likes to call it, Mona. <laughs> <laughs> that's wrong. That's I know. That's, he, <laughs> when we went to, true to see it down in um, California, he was like, oh, we're seeing Mona. I'm like, mm, no, no, no we're, really, seeing, we're seeing Moana. No, that's the New York yeah. musical... <laughs> Mon- um <laughs> yeah Mono- no
1: that's <laughs> probably not. he's it. so sweet that's what you say yeah. about people when they do things oh he's sweet yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and actually so like we like to do mm-hmm. we have <laughs> we have so our second hour guests are um here, but we make them stay
0: in the corner. <laughs> so, you know they do
1: they get to do the awkward, just watch. The
0: just guys. W- just listen to the magic happen. I think that is is what it, it's called.
1: right. I was I think I was waving someone in the studio, right? That was happening. Oh good. Oh, I yeah. like, I don't know honestly if anybody's out there, and I'm just like waving. Yeah, hey, you, uh, you the do things you. that happen on radio that you have no idea, like earlier, you're doing weird hand signals that mean nothing. To anyone, but it, Kurt. An, anyone at all, but yeah, Kurt.
0: we used to we used to Periscope and you could see it live and then yeah, Facebook Live. They could the, see our now dance we're, breaks. Now we're, we're done, you know. With that, so it
1: was mm. a thing. Mm. It made me too famous. I had to stop.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was the problem. My dance mm. moves. Mm-hmm. Ugh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> your little shoulder dance. That is a, my shoulder dance. Yeah, it's shoulder.
1: I am famous for my shoulder. That's dance. true. That and that's then good. of course we talked to Paolo. Paolo, who uh, uh, a few weeks ago, yeah. who told us Paolo Andino, who is one of my favorite people, because first of all he's very sexy, uh-huh. second of all that I love that because I remember watching him do a lot of fun moves on
0: sure. when he was on the Big Gay Sketch Show, right.
1: and he tells us he doesn't know how to dance at all. He mm, it, he, he he's got the moves. He likes samba light. Yeah, like oh baby,
0: well, make it up as you go. Listen, when you have skills, you don't deny them. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. That's what I try to tell you, people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't deny mm-hmm. my skills. We're t- yeah, we're still talking Something. about your moves. Of yeah, we are. Of course, of course we are.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got moves you ain't never seen. That's right,
0: Carl. That's All right. right. Bring it.
1: Anyway, so we're stalling because, of course, we're going to be having on the female rap artist out of L.A. We're going to have Devmo on in just a little bit mm-hmm. to talk to her about her uh, her album, her singles that have been uh, making some noise on the airwaves, and her message of empowerment, mm-hmm. really, for lots of things. And I'm excited to talk a little bit with her. Uh, we did uh, debut her single, Lioness, we on did. the show a few we weeks ago. And so now we get to We get to talk to the master
0: little behind the lioness. Uh, there you go. Okay. Is that a th- okay? Yeah. You're going to go with that? Um, mm-hmm. Okay, that's
1: fine. <laughs> hey, well, it's up for grabs. We'll talk <laughs> you'll, later. You'll take it? So, I'm, and so we should do, we should swing a microphone swing a microphone that way. So I love to just because this is what I'm known for. I just mm-hmm. make people say hi. I mean, you're here in studio, right?
0: Yes. Hi,
1: that would be the voice. By the way, the, if you're confused Chase.
0: this is not Devmo, this is No, Chase. right?
1: Devmo, she has a very low voice. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> hi. I mean, I don't know. Hey, listen. Chase, you're on in the second hour? Yes, I am. Are Thank you here. excited?
2: I'm very excited, yes.
1: You brought a significant person.
2: I brought yes, my husband Please. of 14 yes. years, Christopher. He and I.
1: We know we got we're on the same wavelength over here. It's dangerous. Yes. Yeah, so so we run into you guys out and about. You're known to be you're an artist yes, in town. Uh, you were recently uh, put a piece in terrains. Um, they did a kind of artistic mm-hmm. protest uh, about reactions to the election, which is what we're going to be talking to you about in the second hour. And done in how do you process it? How do artists, and it could be anyone, and it was writing, it was uh, graphics design, it was painting, it was basically any artistic way to do it. And you put a piece in that is, I love it. It's very, very in your face. It's like there is no, this is not, gonna, we're not gonna be subtle here. You no, know what I mean? No, I'm not about it's, subtleties.
0: Uh, g- good, good. No you're, no, you're in good company.
1: I know. <laughs> so I'm excited. We're gonna talk a little bit about that um, and, and get kind of delve deeper. And I have no doubt that Chris will have something to add. Because I can't imagine you being not able to like go. I need your microphone. Like, here, yeah. just now, just, just. <laughs> well, good thing there's another one. And then one. Chase there is like, get, <laughs> off, get off the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so yeah. we brought you both in here. Uh, hey, you decided you wanted to come in and sit in the studio. So it's uh, first of all, fault on you for coming here early. So y- y- we cannot be blamed for anything. You just y- your fault. You came early. I'm, I'm just saying.
0: I don't care.
2: Whatever. <laughs> I love it. Man, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's how so it
0: happens here, miserable. especially with Jonathan around. And, and know. you know, it's that's okay. Thing. It happens. Mm-hmm. Um, after, uh, you know, if 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 Devmo decides to call right. in. Could
1: you call, Devmo? I know you're listening because I saw
0: you. <laughs> uh, after <laughs> that, Dial we are. Dial the phone, girl. Dial the phone. Expecting a J Jay
1: <gasps> And a I'm excited. We are going to be talking to J. Co, who is the writer of the musical Allegiance, that the film version is coming to Spokane. It and is. it tells the story about when not that very long ago we mm-hmm. put Japanese Americans in internment camps. we did this musical we got to see uh, a good screening of it is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's 1st of all it's so. terrifying because you're like wow we, like we did that that's gonna happen not that maybe long ago, ago. Yeah. right and to see what they went through and how yeah. we could have put them through this and it's the story is very interesting because it uh, will have j code talk a little bit more about it but yeah. it deals with this family who is, you know, torn apart. There were a lot of Japanese Americans who wanted the right to fight Mm -hmm. for their Mm -hmm. country to prove that they were loyal to the U.S. They lived here, they're U.S. citizens, this is their thing. And at first, that was not allowed. And in the end, through some interesting things, basically, you know, good old death squads were allowed to go out there and And just... just, On the most dangerous fronts, exactly. Yeah, Yeah. that put them... And we've done that to, you know, minority groups. Of course. We had, you know... We put African-Americans yeah, in the let, same let, let sort of information. Of mm-hmm. So we have that, and then on the same side, he has a sister right. who is uh, f- fighting because she believes the U.S. was treating them badly, and mm-hmm. she was an activist. Mm-hmm.
0: And it's the story of this right. family
1: torn apart. Well,
0: and, the, and this musical, uh, it was on, on Broadway, uh, I think, just last year. And yes. George Takai um, kind of you know, was the mastermind behind the, the whole thing. Whole thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, he, and he's in it, too. You, um, yes, he is. So you can go see that. Those are going to be playing December uh 13th mm-hmm. so on tuesday at the north town cinemas and the coeur d'alene um regal cinemas at seven thirty. Exactly. 30 and it's version. worth it, 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 is worth I, it. Yeah, I it's i i found cool. it very fascinating i enjoyed
1: it very mm-hmm. much it's you know it's scary because it's based on reality And you're like oh yeah that's just terrifying i know that we would put people through that and um that. <laughs> and kurt we just can't let him watch anything. So when he <laughs> told me he wasn't sure if he liked it or not, I thought, I'm gonna love this. Right. This is gonna be amazing. Right. If Kurt isn't sure, it's a it's sure thing for me. What guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> it's a done thing. Uh, so I love it devmo really hey just start talking because apparently we got some time yeah to that's fill. okay we can play another song if <laughs> we, we want. can
0: yeah. um let's play another song we'll come Great, back let's do this and we'll move from there what are we gonna listen to okay we are gonna be listening to foster the people call it what you want you are back with kyrs medical lake spokane 88.1 and 92.3 fm this is outspoken
1: so, we want to bring on a very special guest. Jay Kuo is the writer of the musical Allegiance, which stars George Takai. Inspired by true events, Allegiance to the story of the Kimura family, whose lives are upended when they, when they and 120,000 other Japanese Americans are forced to leave their homes following the events of Pearl Harbor. We welcome Jay Kuo to the show to talk about this very important film, Allegiance. Are you there, Jay?
3: Yes, I am. Glad to
1: be here. Oh, thank you so much for taking time to be with us. Uh, let's just start right away. Allegiance covers a part of our history that we really like to ignore, ignore, and we don't really talk about it a lot. And Japanese internment camps is what we're talking about. Can we first start with how has this issue been received by audiences?
3: Well, you know, we had an amazing reception in New York City. Over 120,000 people Hmm. saw the show during its Broadway run, which, um, of course, has great symbolic meaning, too, because there was about the same number of Japanese-Americans who were interned. Uh, We had standing ovations every night, uh, and we're thrilled that this is coming out as a film on Tuesday uh, nationwide. And the response has been tremendous. A lot of uh, theaters are sold out across the country.
0: That's amazing. I mean, it's such an important subject uh, uh, in in all history, but right now it's even more relevant with our current political scene um, uh, being what it is. What do you think is the best response um, from, you know, Allegiance and and the writers and actors to our leadership in efforts that we don't repeat history again?
3: Well, you know, um, we never thought, we never imagined when we were putting the show together that it would have the kind of cultural and political relevance uh, that it does today. Sadly, yeah. it does a, a high level of currency, given the kind of rhetoric that is coming out of some of our political leadership. And so, uh, you know, it's, it's both important and an honor to be able to present this show and remind America of, of a past that is often swept under the rug, right. um, and, and of a past that threatens to rear its head again in the climate of fear and bigotry, of uh, racial and religious profiling, uh, these are the sorts of things that George Takei has worked all his life to make sure uh, we remember and uh, we, that we don't repeat. And so uh, he is, of course, um, very, very disturbed by the kinds of things that he's been hearing, especially coming out of the Trump administration. Right. And so um, you know, he's been pressing very hard across social media to make sure that as many Americans uh, see this story and actually get uh, hum- the human side of what happened right these folks.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and, and he is certainly uh, one outspoken man <laughs> Very and, much. and good at using that social media, and, that. and that's perfect. Now, this musical is based on, obviously, a true story. What part of the plot is true to life, and where do you take some creative license? And, and well, in an that question, musical. give us an idea <laughs> yeah. of the plot for listeners right now.
3: Sure. The, the story follows one American family, the Kimuras, who have mm-hmm. a farm in California— and uh, their lives are upended on uh, December 7th, 1941, when uh, the Japanese suddenly launched an attack, and overnight they're seen as the enemy. Now, that, that in fact, happened to George's family precisely. Mm-hmm. They were living in Los Angeles, and he remembers the day that the soldiers came up their driveway uh, two with bayonets, two soldiers, pounded at their door and aired them out of their house. His mother was holding um, his uh, baby brother and crying, uh, and they basically could only take what they could carry. Right. And uh, wow. he was an American citizen. His mother was an American citizen. Th- these were not Japanese nationals. These were people born in California. Right. And so uh, that is that part of the story is what's true. You know, what happened to this family and all of the families um, that made up, uh, that went into those 10 camps across the country. Now, um, this is a. a uh, also, it takes place in one specific camp called Heart Mountain in Wyoming. Mm-hmm,
4: right. And
3: in that camp, there um, there was a resistance uh, movement to the uh, draft that they instituted against young American men who were in the camps, young Japanese American men. A lot of Japanese Americans volunteered to go over mm-hmm. and fight, and, but there was a group that said, you know, you have locked up our families and held us without due process and without trial for years. Why should we go fight for the country that right. has done this to us?
4: Mm-hmm. And so we
3: follow um, the, the conflict that arose within the Japanese-American community around this very issue. Should you fight for the country that has locked you up? Should you fight for the mm-hmm. principles of the country or for the flag of the country? And That's why right. the that show is called Allegiance. Right. All of that happened. You know, yeah. 67 draft resistors um, went to prison because they refused to fight for the America that had locked up them and their families.
0: Yeah, right, and right. It, it's such an important story and you know topic for us to kind of remember, especially because it happened to people who are still here today. I mean, talk about George Takahi, just one person of many who, um, you know, grew up and remember and remembers the actual it exactly that took his family and and that's home. that's that's such a powerful message. What I mean, he's pretty much the the master behind this musical. What was it like meeting him, um, and and the story behind production of *Allegiance*?
3: Well, you know, um, I met him by chance right. at an um, off-Broadway theater. He was seated behind me, and uh, I was talking about theater with my friend uh, Lorenzo, who's the producer of believe. And uh, I heard a voice behind me talking about theater, and I turned around, and there was George Dekay.
4: <laughs> and we started
3: chatting, uh, just sort of niceties. And uh, we thought, you know, that's really cool, running into George Dekay. <laughs> and the very next day, we went to go see In the Heights. And yeah. he should be in our row again, George Decay and his husband dad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we thought what an incredible kismet like to see them right. twice, you know, in <laughs> two days.
0: Right. And
3: right. Uh, during that you know, that show was in the heights by Lynn Manuel Miranda, yes. who's uh, uh, author of Hamilton. Mm. And during that show I looked at him, and there was George crying while the father was singing, and I had to ask him at intermission what what caused you to be so emotional. During that song, there was a song about a father's inability to help his daughter mm-hmm. in her time of need. And he said it reminded him of his father's struggles during the internment years. And he started telling me the story during the intermission of this musical. And I was spellbound. I, you know, I'm an Asian-American. I, I'm mm-hmm. fairly well-read and educated. I just don't, I'd never heard a personal account before of right. what took place inside those camps. And so I said to him, you know, this is going to sound crazy, Mr. Takei, but I'm a musical theater composer, and the story you just told me would make a great show. Right. And that's wow. how it started. Wow. That's amazing.
1: What was it like, you know, we, we all, he's become such an icon, I mean, just from his time back in the day, but, you know, he his social media mm-hmm. tweets and his own rants and his own activism have made him... Even more so today, to a whole new generation of people, what was it like to even work with this man? Like, put him on stage, put him as part of the show.
3: Well, you know, um, George's social media actually got started in order to give uh, allegiance an audience, and right. so um, I've seen his meteoric rise right. um, through social media, and have I've actually edited, helped him. You know, he. When he Used to tweet it used to be way long and to be like George, yes, you yes. have to edit this below 140 of characters. <laughs> <laughs> so so um, I've actually been working with him on this for some time, and and he's he is the most he's the best sport and so current. Like he he knows things that you know he's 80 years old and yeah. he talks about the kids on Snapchat and he's talking about cat memes <laughs> and he knows things that he I can't know. Even about that. 80, <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. So,
0: He's, a, I he's mean, also he,
3: one of the hardest, he's, you know, really one of the hardest working people I've ever met. For sure. He's, he's always, he shows up early. You know, there was one time there was, there was a fan who was waiting for him and, but she she had, a, she was sick and she was going to have to leave early. So he came two hours early to meet this young uh, girl. And oh, to, because she was, yeah, so that's, he, that's the kind of guy he is. You wow. know, he yeah. will go out of his way. Um, and but the, the most astonishing thing when you meet George is you realize how optimistic and positive he is, even right. on America, right. even yeah. on the country that did this to him and his family, wiped them out, you know, locked them up for four years, oh, he yeah. devastated yeah. them. How can he come back from that and be so positive and be so uplifting? that's what's really inspirational.
0: Yeah. Wow. He really is. Wow. Well, I mean, nowadays he's even more so. I mean, he's he he had that experience and he's taking it to the present day and bringing us optimism. Yeah. And I think that's just amazing. Now, now you wrote the the book, the song, uh, the songs, and the lyrics for this musical, and that's no small task at all. Um, how did you <laughs> How did you keep finding the inspiration for creating more and you know these vivid these vivid moments in the musical?
3: Well, you know, um, I had to do a lot of deep dives into the emotional current of, of the internment. I, I right. read just about every account that I could, every essay that I could get my wow. hands on. I looked at uh, all of the old Dorothy Lang photos and Ansel Adams right. photos, and I spoke to a lot of survivors. And you know, the thing that kept me going sort of day to day, despite, you no. Know, it's really hard to get a musical to Broadway it took yeah. seven years, but I, we, we said you know we need to we're doing this for those people like George and, and the many many dozens of others that I met who are still alive and who want to see this legacy come to fruition. Mm. And so it was it was you know I, it's funny because it very soon became not my musical. it was a musical for others to honor the struggle and the, the lives of, the, of these people who've been affected by this terrible event. And so, um, you know, once you once you do that, all of your, you know, uh, moaning about the amount of work that you have to do is pales in comparison. Right. And and uh, you know, we we went through you know lots of revisions. Uh, we had to get it right. We knew that the obligation on us historically was a lot higher than there are on other musicals. Right. This is like your one and only shot to do a musical about this, this subject matter. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, getting to work with George. And then, of course, Leia Salonga, who is the original mm. Saigon, yes. who, is a, who is the voice of Jasmine in Aladdin and mm-hmm, she's the voice right. of Mulan, she... Working with her, it's like when she sings, it's like angels are crying. It's
1: just, yeah. it's just wonderful. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> but so true. So true. Well, you know, the, this next thing for Allegiance, it's now making its way around the country in the form of a film. It's called Allegiance on the big screen. Where did the decision come to do a film version and not like a musical tour where it's a live theater tour? Where did that decision come into play?
3: Well, you know... Um, Part of it is that we know that a, a musical tour could not reach as many people as quickly sure. as we wanted this to be able to reach. Mm-hmm, and, right. you know, uh, when, uh, again, a good example is, you know, in on a single day on the, the 15th, about 40 to 50,000 people are going to see this,
4: mm-hmm, which is almost mm-hmm.
3: half the number that uh, in the many months we ran on Broadway. Oh, wow. so it it's so important that uh, for us, the mission is about impact. Right. And we, we want to be able to to provide it to students and to uh, people who can't normally afford to see the to go to the theater, which could be 80 dollars. You know, this you can see it now for you know, twenty, and some places less. Yeah. And so that that's just an opportunity for us, also, you know, to to reach a much broader audience with this very very important story. Mm-hmm. And that's for you know, so it was you know that's that's the main driving factor for this.
0: Sure. Well, and our listeners here in, in our area can go see that at uh, the spokane Northtown Regal Cinemas or the Coeur Regal Cinemas December 13th at 7.30, um, and that's where it's it's going, um, debuting nationally. What should our listeners um, or anyone know before they go to view this film?
3: Well, they should know they're, they're in for some terrific performances. We swept the Broadway World Audience Choice mm-hmm. Awards yeah. of uh, all performance categories. Uh, when you, when you see George up there on the big screen, he's going to break your heart. He's going to make you laugh. It is entertainment as well as history. It is so, so important to know the past and to go in knowing that you're part of a legacy. You're part of an American legacy. And that's, you know, this is bigger than all of us. And, and so participating isn't just watching it's, it's absorbing and then being Mm -hmm. part of Mm -hmm. the mission to carry the story forward
1: see and i think that's amazing and you know we were very honored to be able to to see this film and it you guys have done an amazing job it is absolutely it's hard to watch because you know it's true yeah but it's a beautiful statement and and y'all have done some amazing work
3: Thank you very
1: much. Well, thank you. And thank you for spending time with the boys this Sunday. Um, we're excited to go see it when it comes to town and support the further mission of this uh, amazing musical. So thank you so much.
3: All right. Nice talking to you. You as very well. Nice.
1: Bye. And that was Jake Quo. He is the director, the writer, the everything. Of the musical *Allegiance*, which does have star George Takei, and he's so much fun. In he it.
0: is so much fun. They're... He
1: plays a few different things. It, right. Well, yeah. yeah.
0: In the in the intro, he kind of plays um you An know older version the ma- of exactly the main, character. the main character looking back. But but then he plays he plays the grandpa. He plays the, the goofy thing.
1: grandpa. He's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because
0: yeah. I think I, I think the the character inspiration was from the standpoint of listen, it's it's grandpa. He's like I'm I'm done. I'm I'm yeah. Good. He, I'm just gonna have fun I with am what so whatever old, happens. I
1: am have some wisdom for you. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna help you out, but you kids mm. are crazy.
0: But so, there is, uh, it's it gets sad in the second part. That's all I'm gonna say. Well, it gets, it gets sad, sad the whole thing. I okay, the, the whole thing is. Everybody sad. says
1: I'm, and it's That's true. Very, I'm a bleeding heart. I just can't deal. Sometimes I don't know why I'm in the business that we do because I weigh. <laughs> I just can't handle it. People. Yeah. Sometimes it hurts when there's hate out there. I don't mm-hmm. know how to make sense of it. So watching it, I would. I have my little dog Roscoe. He's over by me, yeah. and he could see any time I would start crying. He'd put his paw on my face (laughs) oh he's like don't cry and i'm like we're gonna pause it because i can't deal right now he's like you're a mess papa oh boy but little roscoe got me through so we got but it's worth seeing please if you get a chance to go to either Mm cordelaine uh regal or Northtown regal when this is here it's fun if you like theater at all they did it's a live taping of a broadway uh performance but they did it so well that you really you can't really Exactly. Tell. Exactly. It's really well acted. The music is really uh, mm-hmm. well done. And yeah. so you will enjoy it.
0: I, yeah, exactly. And they do have, you know, angles. It's not just a, you know, you're no, no, they the do a theater. great it's job. It, they, yeah. you, you'll just have to see I it. Sort you'll have of to see have it. a crush on the
1: actor because who don't I have a crush on? <laughs> Just, if he will come on, That's I will right. propose to him too. That will be yes, like you my three yes, hundredth proposal it, on the show. Hey, there you go. See, there you go. It's just for every guest <laughs> I propose. It's a thing. Whether it's I have on gotten air one acceptance. You have. I have, who, and I would like where is my husband? Because he's a remind awesome. me, who
0: was that from? Oh, it's the the, it's not, the
1: Latin singer who goes around oh, what's his name? He's gonna my husband's gonna be so is mad. It, at DJ me. Porn star? Because it is that not would DJ Pornstar. He didn't say yes, but I would have gone out with him. No, I will get my husband's name and let you know. I don't remember. Okay. But wow. he did say you we have one out name. of 300 One said yes <laughs> This is how my luck works. <laughs> These are we great had aunts. a discussion earlier <laughs> this week about how I don't have luck. And you None. know it's bad when your best friend, Sergey, texts me, I just don't understand why life is so mean to you. <laughs> 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 I'm like, well, I never looked at it like that. <laughs> Pardon me while I drown in some vodka and cry myself to sleep. Thank you. So anyways, let's uh, take boy. a music let's, break. Let's and we're going to come back and we're just going gonna to have a good c- conversation. We're going to bring... Uh, people on the mic and have we are. a good time. But what are we going to hear before that?
0: Um, you know, th- I feel like this is a good song to open our conversation. This okay. is going to be uh, Imagined by John Lennon. <gasps> you are back with KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM. We are outspoken. We, <laughs> that is That's for sure. True. I
1: love the way you delivered that line because yeah. it's very true. First of all, I love that. Song. I love that song. We were swimming yeah, I mean, to the beauty to. that is the words, words of that song. Listen, mm-hmm. I, I want to start by saying that, you know, we have been called out. We have some fun trolls out there. <laughs> hey. And we have been called out for interesting things that there's no truth to. We, uh, <laughs> first of all, we were told that we are call for the death of Trump supporters, which is ridiculous. I have no. friends who are Trump supporters. We yeah, have good absolutely. conversations about absolutely. it, and they know I you know, oppose exactly. But we, first of all, where we come from on outspoken is that we're human beings and we Mm -hmm. need to start with respect Mm -hmm. and then have those conversations. The people I enjoy most in the world are the ones that can have real conversations with me and we can find a way even when we, when we disagree to walk away and still actually respect each other, still actually care. And here's the problem with our system right now is politics on, in our country don't, do that. They Yet, do not know no how to talk conversation and disagree happens. and come together. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about uh, uh, one instance that maybe that's changing, which is, of course, the current CIA probes into Russia, where we have a bipartisan five senators coming together. One of them is Lindsey Grab, who is not a big Democratic uh, mm-hmm. pro guy. He's a Republican, and he's on there saying, we really need to like get together because... Right, we have to talk, and I'm like, listen. If Lindsey Graham is saying this, people, listen, Mm -hmm. listen. We we need to come together. This is a sign. I say that all to say that uh, we're bringing on someone who we have had many, many interesting conversations. Um, You have, you're an artist in Spokane. You have a lot to say. You're a gay man in Spokane. Your husband is here with us, and you and I don't always see eye to eye on things, but we always have amazing conversations. And I never once when I walk away from our conversations think, Oh, he's such a jerk. I hate him. I never think he does a couple then. of times. <laughs> I know, right? In the early in the early yeah. days. Right? That's the goal anyways. And yet <laughs> we run into you guys at a lot of the same fit. Yeah, right. And what I love is we have way too much fun. So, so. it's it's dangerous, let's be honest. And when uh, me and your husband get together, it's really dangerous. <laughs> I've noticed. We yeah. have a lot to say. And first of all, I'm outspoken, and he's scary outspoken. Like, yeah. he, he's a you face. should meet his mom.
2: <laughs> oh, boy.
1: <laughs> but what i got to say is, so She's I was a excited. She's lovely I love her, by the way. Right. See, just <laughs> as a side note. What I want to say is to all those people who say, we can, that's the joy of radio, and the joy of good radio mm-hmm. is to bring on people that maybe not, hey, we've had on people who are completely opposed. We at least come from a general same camp. And so I say all of that to say, I'm so glad you took the time to be with mm-hmm. us. To Thank talk you. about some things, which is important because you certainly, and you're not afraid to post. Mm-hmm. Like, let's talk about social media. <laughs> you're not afraid, as we aren't. We no. like to say we're social media whores, but you know, you share your True. opinions out there as artists tend to do. Mm-hmm. And we've been to witness what I think so many of us have gone through from, you know, a month ago when it all came the roller coaster of how are we dealing. On a daily basis. It changes. It has, and yeah. And where we are today is way different than a lot of us started mm-hmm. the day after. So mm-hmm. that's we want to start the premise there, that we're going to start having a conversation of how are we doing? You know what I mean? Where did we start from? Where do we see we are? And where are we still processing? And we do welcome... If you have comments to make during this, there will be times that we open up the phone lines. All you have to do is call five zero nine seven four seven three eight zero seven. You will talk to uh, the Curter himself. It'll be an awkward conversation. Um, so just breathe through it. <laughs> Eventually, we're all here, right, holding your hand. We're, we're here, here for you. for support. <laughs> Eventually, you will talk to the boys. Uh, he's on the phone right now, and he'll and he'll have way too long of a conversation, and it gets out of hand. Yeah, but so. till then, but you'll get here. Chase, let's start with where did you let's start with your roller coaster. Where did you start? Like what the day the day it was announced, that moment it was announced, how the election went down, where did you feel in that moment?
2: I was surprised because I could not believe that a man who had campaigned on division, on on I don't want to say hate, but his rhetoric was very much, you know, dividing this mm-hmm. nation to such a strong degree. How a man <laughs> a sociopathic misogynist, I don't know what other words to possibly right. describe him. FCC, just keep that in mind. Because yeah. <laughs> I have lots of words to describe him, but yes, then I will be not thrown off yeah. so the ground. Absolutely, <laughs> I know, I know. I <laughs> no, but keep, going, but keep I just, going. I just cannot believe that a man of his yeah. moral caliber made Ooh, such an impact caliber. with so many oh. people in this country, and they felt this is the man that should be president of the United States. I right. think he... Right. Played on people's fears yeah. mm-hmm. that 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 Mexicans were invading this country, oh, that Muslims. He played it like were, a maestro. Oh yeah, oh mm-hmm. yeah, and he, he continues to as well. And he capitalized on on so many things that people were fearful of, and I think what right. sealed the deal was on that third debate when he said, "I will appoint a special
0: prosecutor."
2: to, to, throw,
1: to Hillary, throw yeah I'm going to
0: throw you in jail. That's yeah, exactly okay. right. But <laughs> and, and now, you <laughs> know what? It's not happening. No. And so he, He's gone I mean, back on many of those. He's gone yeah. back on so many because, things. To say that, I mean, for people to think that he would have come through with every single one of those promises, that, I mean, they're just... Well, and I think really what, America? It, what it really. proves that
1: we still aren't, Looking at that, I don't yeah. understand. Is what it proves is, he, listen, he's going to say what he needs to say exactly. to get what he wants. This isn't their sound bites. He doesn't they're care about you. Things. Exactly, he doesn't care about bites. you. He yeah. cares about what am I going to get 100%. and what's the easiest way yeah. to manipulate people to get mm-hmm. there. One of the things I know in the very beginning, you were very angry. Oh yes like I think so many of us were, except. You weren't afraid to say it. You came right out. And so what I find fascinating about your mind, which is why I was excited to have you on because we're the same way, mm-hmm. is that moment after where you are just we were we were distraught oh, over yeah. And then you find Warning. that moment where you're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, wait, we need we need to calibrate. We need mm-hmm. to come together and figure out." But no one's ta- no one we don't talk openly. We attack, but we don't allow that process to happen publicly. So you went from there how long did it take before you, your mind went from the anger to the new, okay, to finding the next step for you?
2: I think it was just within a matter of just a couple of days, and I saw all these people protesting, and I said, you know, I, I'm i angry with you, I'm angry too, but democracy ran its course, and you can fight this, you can be upset about it, but it is what it is, right?
1: Now, some people, now, see, and I know, we have had many conversations, and I know that so some people will hear that and say, so you're saying give up, but that's not what you're saying. No, no, because you, there's ways to move forward. We get that a lot. So you're, so people either, they extreme us. So, you know, Chase says, listen, we need to accept that this is done, which is true. There, it's not turning around. Yeah. I, there's not a fairy godmother. Mm-hmm. There, you know, the Jill Steins of the world, All if that, it's not in the end going to mean that in January it changes. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not enough for Mm -hmm. that to change the CIA probe into to Russia being part it's not going to turn that in January it's not him anymore and even if it did you put Hillary in now we have just as much of a problem just at the opposite end exactly you know what I mean people are still what we see is people are angry that's not going to change whoever you put in there but neither of our side you know we are both people who we are like fight him to you know Mm -hmm. mm But it's actually the same thing we're saying. We're not saying give up. Neither side is saying give up. What we're saying is we need to be constructive in the way we move forward, Mm -hmm. right? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I Mm -hmm. think,
2: you know, except... I'm not, I'm not saying let's all stand behind Donald Trump and support right. him 100. percent right. I'm saying let's hold him under the world's most powerful
0: microscope.
2: Let's analyze everything that he, he says, holds every it so decision well under he makes. It.
0: And then once we're holding him under that microscope, let's put the sun right there, <laughs> and you know what happens to ants. And I'm just saying, I, know. <laughs> I don't know. I just hey, listen, well, you it read might about as that well. And, right. right. <laughs>
1: well, and one of the th- the good thing you bring up there is, and that we've learned is uh, the president-elect. Let me throw up. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> the president-elect has a very thin skin. Yeah. And he oh, yeah. is oh, reactionary. Yeah. If SNL can write a <laughs> skit about you and for a week you are so offended, if your vice president can go to a Broadway play where they say a very well-crafted speech um, saying, please make sure we're protected. You And they was very it much, was we request. know you're yeah, going in there. Absolutely. And we're saying, if you're going in there, could you please make sure minorities yeah. are protected? And then Trump for like two weeks. Goes off about theater. That's a concern I have. Let's look at there are real concerns let, that's coming out right now with the the CIA probe in CIA probe into uh, Russia's uh, cyber attacks, and they d- they are not clear on details yet. But they have said it, it. Okay, it did happen. Now, how to what extent we don't know. Mm-hmm. But for his team to come out yesterday and just be like, "La la, no, no, we're not even. We're not going to talk about that's just. Cr- no, this is something as." Americans, we need to be concerned with. Guess what? You still get to be president. So if that's what you're worried about, you know, put that away. But the fact is, that's a problem if another country can. And that's we've been talking about for years is the new warfare is for countries to go after each other by getting into their their systems through, you know, all of the electronics that you can because there's ways to do it. That's where we need to be watching. He comes out and won't even look at that because someone mentioned that it was during the election that elected him. Well, it's really not even about the election, dude. There's a bigger problem here. We Mm -hmm. need to look at that. So we have a president coming now. I'm going to lose so much weight by how much I have to throw up during this conversation. Um, (laughs) Coming that that's a problem. So how do you now take now? We've seen what he's done as president-elect so far. Now, how do you, you as a gay man, decipher that down? Like, where does that put you now? What was the next step of the evolution of dealing with
2: an election? It's like uh, just coming to the grips that Trump clearly lives in an altered perception of uh-huh. reality. Uh-huh. And anything that comes his way that deters him from that reality, it's offensive, it's wrong, cancel it, right. shut There's it down, n- yeah. get rid of it. Yeah, and I, I, just It just blows my mind. It's like you are the president of the people, not just right wings or white yeah, nationalists. Not just the or, ones that voted for you. Yeah, right? not, not populists. You're the president mm-hmm. of everybody. Mm-hmm. And oh, people scary. are going to disagree with you. And if you were thinking that's, about being president and being a popular, well-liked guy, well, I'm sorry, sir, but you have chosen works. the wrong profession. Yeah. <laughs> and I think this is a good time. I'm a quote guy. I want to uh,
1: quote President uh, Teddy Roosevelt when he said in his one of his biographies that he wrote, to announce that there must be no criticism of the president. Or that we are to stand by the president right or wrong is not only unpatriotic and servile, but is morally treasonable to the American pu- public. It's part of being American to exactly. say, because if we, he's a dictator, if we're just if we supposed to just say you're yeah. good. and But he questions these yeah. things. But you don't, mm-hmm. that's a mm-hmm. problem. And he obviously doesn't listen to it, because what the Republicans, I think, were hoping, he was their best thing to win and they just wanted to win. Right. We're going to get him in there, and then we're going right. to be able to rein him in. Really? Are I don't you? think so. And now what he's proven to us is, no, there's no reigning in. Mm. The man's going to use Twitter for the next four years. Yeah. And it, it's going to be undiplomatic. He's going to call out China at 3 in the morning when he's had maybe a scotch. He doesn't drink. But, if it, you know, he's going to go crazy like he hasn't had sleep, and then he's just going to tweet Taiwan. He's just going to do something that's going to cause everything. We need to talk about mm-hmm. these things. Mm-hmm. So I'm all about you. I I think you take a way more measured approach than probably someone like me who's, you know, I just get get crazy. It's true. But we have to do this measured approach. Mm -hmm. I understand logically that we need to go, here we are. Now, what's our steps forward? Because we're good at that. Right. You and I. Right. But it's hard. You know what I mean? To go, how do you rein in crazy? Well, how do you do that? You you can't. No, you can't. can't. So you have to figure out how do you work around crazy.
2: Well, I (laughs) think. This is probably going to get me in a lot of trouble. Go ahead. But, do um, it. That's why you're I, on. I love I, it. That's why you're here. I don't understand the American voter. And I don't understand the American voter because Congress has the lowest approval rating right. of lowest. any Absolutely. body of government office <laughs> yeah. ever. Yes. Yet 74% of the incumbents got reelected. Right. Isn't it the very definition of crazy is doing the same thing over and over again right? and expecting mm-hmm. a different result every Can time? But I say,
1: but do we, and do we not understand the American voter or is it something that... I don't want to admit, which is the American voter is lazy. Mm -hmm. It's easier to bring to bring in an evil you already know. Even though you're totally unhappy about it, you're going to re-vote for that person because, oh, yeah, I mean, because they're there well, already. It's because so it's how what they're used to. Right. right, exactly. I and mean, that's the problem. So we have right. gotten we, lazy. We
2: fear change. We oh, fear yes. what we don't know, we don't understand. Mm-hmm. And if there's ever a point in life when we might veer off course and go a different direction, we're
0: hesitant. And, well,
2: let's just keep going this way and maybe things right. will work out for the best
0: eventually. Well, and I, my question for that is what part of this has to do with the system just being broken? And I think this whole election process kind of shines a huge... Huge light on that is listen, we I don't think are doing things the right way. If if the minority of people have voted for a president who was now president-elect, and then you know, such low approval rates, and yet we get re-elected, how much of that is in the system that is rigged, really? And and I don't want to sound like someone who's who's a conspiracy theorist saying that, oh well, the presidency was rigged. No, I'm just saying that there are certain advantages you have as an incumbent, as a white male. As, you know, all these little things that gives you a f- unfair advantage in, in mm-hmm. any election. Mm-hmm. And so what well, part of that has to do with the system is yeah. my question. Well,
1: I mean, speaking of the system, you're looking at the Electoral College. We need, electoral we college? need exactly. this election reform. But what I think is funny, because he just came out again to talk about how awesome the Electoral College is. And I just want to remind everybody that yeah. before the election, right before, like days before, mm-hmm. he talked about how horrible the electoral college system is mm-hmm. and all, because there was a chance he was going to lose. So he hated them. They were the worst system in the world. And now he's like, it's the best thing ever. Right. First of all, you, people you just, can't, you can't like that. trust what he says to, in two seconds. Yeah. And th- the fact is he had it right the first time. There's a problem with the because that's a system that doesn't work anymore. It was based mm-hmm. on uh, statistics in our country that are no longer there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have to look at it. And why aren't we? You talk about, you're right, we're afraid of change. We're so afraid of change that yeah. hundreds of years of this electoral college stuff, and we're like, no, it, mm-hmm. it's fine.
2: Is it? No, it's because not. Because it's not. It's not. Well, and the problem is, is that the people who would be required in order to change that, it's their jobs that right. would be on the line. Right. Yes. It's like Trump says, I want Congress to take a pay cut. Well, let's let them vote on it and yeah, see what right? happens. Yeah. <laughs> let's see how fast that's that goes down. I mean, anytime <laughs> yeah. you bring term limits yeah. up, well, that's exactly. their favorite yeah. thing. And then oh. we
1: every time we bring it up to someone who's on our show, they always say the same thing. Well, I don't think you understand. Oh, uh, what it means? To do term limits? No, I think we do. I just don't think you want to under. Yeah, you don't want exactly. to. But we're shut down, and it doesn't matter if we're like we think they're great guys or great ladies that are on our mm-hmm. show. Um, we could support them and mm-hmm. and be so nice to them, and they're like, oh no, that's. That is wrong.
2: I just I, I, just think election reform has to be pitched to the American people in a way that emphasizes the simplicity of a new system. Yeah. Right. Let's all just get together and everybody votes on the same day who they want to represent their party. Right? And Crazy. And then what? Yeah. several no months later, caucuses, no more. Any, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Because totally. it, it gets to a point yeah. when several states, especially towards the end, your votes are irrelevant. You're down yes. to one candidate yeah. left. It doesn't matter. I think everybody should vote. At the same time, mm-hmm. whoever gets the most votes, congratulations, That's you're the how nominee it here. Shouldn't it be the here. popular
1: vote? I mean, it, it should right. be. It's yeah. a
2: simple system, and it really, well, it really emphasizes the fact that every vote does count. Exactly. Yes. Well, Thank look you. at the Thank
1: fact you. that um, up until is it the 19th? That they the electoral people go and I actually believe put it's their 16th. Six okay yeah, it's yeah they up. have to certify the vote. Let's look at the, the fact vote. that yeah, really they can it. vote for who they want, and there some states have penalties, some states have slap on your hand, but in the end they could still be like, eh, you know, I've decided now after a month I'm going to well okay there's a if we're going to stick to this system there's a problem right there mm-hmm. because yeah. you're supposed to be voting for you know how your county went. I'm like, and now you're going to be like, you know, I was thinking about it, and no.
2: Well, as oh, okay. well, a, a lot he of people, rogue. a lot of people don't realize. So once the electoral process has gone through, um, yes, congratulations to the president-elect, but the House then has to certify that vote, right. and each yeah. state is called in alphabetical yeah. order. The outgoing vice president presides over the whole thing as mm-hmm. president of the Senate, yeah. and right. anybody who objects to that state's um, turnout can stand up and say i object only if they can get the signature of at least one u.s senator right, right. it happened once in 2001 and it did not go very well <laughs>
1: right that did not mm-hmm. play
0: mm-hmm. as wanted by, some, yeah. by some people we might see that again it on is, a larger it scale very this, possible. it's well, up in the air with a year and election season that is so unpredictable we can't predict anything, really. No, you don't no. know what's going to happen. No, no, I mean, this, you're going to
2: see, and I have friends that work for the United States Secret Service, yeah. and he said to me, you're going to see a military slash, uh, you know, inauguration procession. Yeah, They are so worried oh, about yeah. what is going to happen yeah. on Inauguration Day. They've called in military forces and right. police forces from other states because they do not know what to expect. Because let's sure. be
1: real. Here's the thing. For everybody who says the American people have spoken, this is what I say to you, I'm I am saying to you, we get that it's done, but to say a blanket statement like the American people have spoken means you disregard half the American people. Mm-hmm. What you need to start with is understand that, oh, my side spoken. I agree with them. Oh, but there's all of these other people here that I need to still remember, like you said mm-hmm. earlier, that this is the president for all people. not just, But right. we have created... Uh, and it's our, we've created a two-party system where it's all about mm-hmm. this game of who gets it's a win game oh it's ours we won that and that and it's not about a conversation it's not no. about this it's just like I want to be right and you voted for me and I'm right but that's the problem that yep. we've created this system and now we're paying for it mm-hmm. we've been talking for years now about how the system that is so such a problem is like the Titanic and so many people say hey, that's too much to turn around And we've said eventually that system breaks down then, Mm And then you have to do something about it. Mm-hmm. But when it breaks down, everything goes to chaos. And I really feel like that's what's going on. That's, that's there are going here, to be yeah. protests and it's going to get ugly on Inauguration Day. And mm-hmm. that's sad. But the fact is, that's what happens. And sometimes when we're as stubborn as we are, it's the only way that we can change.
2: Exactly. I think it's 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 a way for certain people, their last mm-hmm. chance to express their grievances. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, too, I'm a firm believer that there's always something positive that right. manifests out of every negative in life. Sure. I have this feeling that like come twenty twenty you're going to see more young people oh, yeah. come out in full force Please, to make sure we need that to. that our president elect does mm-hmm. not get reelected. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I, you- I- I am so excited for that opportunity because I met so many young people who said, mm-hmm. I was not old enough to vote this election, Right, but you bet come 2020, I'm right. going to be knocking on doors. I'm going right. to be making phone calls. I'm going to do everything right. that I can. Mm-hmm. And that, that excites me so much because you have not seen that kind of no. energetic movement in people since, I would think, 2008. You right. Know? And,
1: mm-hmm. it, and it will be even bigger, I think. I, oh, absolutely. absolutely. But, yeah. Yeah. And and know.
0: 2020 I think is going to I mean it's it's really early to be talking that far in the future but I mean it's going to be <laughs> we got to find such, our hope somewhere. It, right, exactly. <laughs> um it's going to be a really pivotal point in america's history politically especially that it's a census year and that is when redistricting happens mm-hmm. and i just want to say that we need to start <sighs> now to make sure we plan ahead for that plan ahead for redistricting and Listen. plan ahead for no gerrymandering get those out of the way the fact is that i mean that, that redistricting has that been being played planned a huge role. by the republicans since
1: 2010 exactly they got this is their a game hey it's a problem it's been it's, it's a been
0: problem. a core part of our u.s history since the very beginning mm-hmm. And we need to make efforts to kind of stop. It. Listen,
1: it's time for reforms. I think the I think one that, thing that's exactly whether right. we whether people agreed with or didn't agree with Bernie Sanders, he he said reforms over and over again, and he's right. We have to do reforms of some pa- of some you know factors, capacity, yeah. uh, uh, some capacity. To move forward, I think we don't have an option to not do reforms. Yes, uh, Trump presidency is going to hope that that staves off. He just announced this morning that he expects to be in eight years. That was the worst sentence I've ever read in my life. Um, That he sees no reason why he wouldn't be there. I mean, I see. I mean, uh, of course, we already said he lives in an altered reality. Yeah. But and of course, the Republicans, because it's not about what's best for the country. Hey, and Democrats would be the same way if it was Hillary in office. Because it's about them being there, they'll want to keep him no matter what he does for another four years, because it's about having a Republican in office, not about what's going on with our country.
2: Well, and he needs to realize that come two years, um, you've got midterm elections Mm -hmm. and those tend to shift. The opposite direction. as Well, you remember, and that's why, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's why I say in two years is our first chance to get a footing back in. And so Absolutely. we need to be getting You're ready right. now yeah. for two years. Yeah. Yes, the ultimate goal was that four years, not letting him get a second term. But the goal right now is, listen, we've got a shot to at least... Start making a balance, but we've got to start now for that two years when we can make it happen. But we've got to start today.
0: Yes, yes. we do. And you know, even in a year, we're going to have local elections. We yes. can't forget about the little things no. as well. And going mm-hmm. out and going into you know your city council meetings, supporting your local legislators, yes. holding them accountable first, mm-hmm. which and then because if you know, want
1: to look at it from goes up the scale, from uh, the LGBT community getting uh, marriage at the Supreme Court, yes. they that's how we did it. You start locally. Mm -hmm. You start influencing the people that are in your life around you and letting them finally see you. That was our big thing, the hearts and minds uh, changing. And you had to start on a local level. And eventually the groundswell is so big Mm -hmm. that culture has to change. It's the
2: power of grassroots movement. Hallelujah! It starts from the bottom Best thing in the world. Should we take a musical (laughs) break? Why Uh, don't we? (laughs)
1: We want to remind everyone that you are uh, more than welcome to call in. Please do. Uh, you can call 509 747 There are just a couple of ground rules. Please keep it clean, and please be respectful. You can disagree with us, and that's totally fine, and we'll, we'll put you on the air because you have a yeah, right to your opinion. Totally.
0: But uh, just remember, it's got to keep it respectful. Mm-hmm. All right, let's take a song break. This is Jack Garrett with Breathe Life. You are back with KYRS, Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. This is Outspoken. Do you know what's dangerous about being in this room with this group of gentlemen? Is that sometimes
1: I don't realize that we're back on the air. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, we, hey, listen. we You get it. You get we're, it. Every once in a while. We're just saying. Um, we do want to remind everyone, if you have a comment. Now, you have to go through the screening process, which means there could be other callers you know. in the queue. So. Apologize for that. So you might get on the air, but you have to call 509 747 to do that. Um, I know people are online and some people say they want to call to do that. You have to get through the curter. He's on the phone. That's right. Currently. He's, he's screening. Yeah. We, we do have a local Spokane artist, a very outspoken man himself
2: chase lawrence in the studio well thank you guys for having me by the way I didn't no thank you to say that
1: oh thank you i it's fun i mean i enjoy these conversations yeah um, I, I like
0: when there's other people in the in the studio other than jonathan really um <laughs> it's kind of a nice change for he does kind of hog the mic a little bit <laughs> uh, a little bit no, but, a but, lot but and
1: i'm i'm good with it i'm fine, I'm fine. <laughs> That's fine. um I forgot yeah. what I was going to say. Other uh, than the shade of that, just totally took me down. I, I'm so sorry. So hey, but I, I mean so that with offended. humility and love. Just know that <laughs> exactly. lots of love it's always, lots of it's love. <laughs> <laughs> little shade, of love. lots of love. and that's the perfect balance. It's exactly let's that's let's how you have honest. a good relationship. It's true. It's a little shade, we <laughs> that,
0: that is true. Um, but anyways, we are talking a lot about dealing with the election a month after it all went down, and actually. Um, just just over a month before, it, you know, it was official. official so well, I was gonna say, kind of how in the weird middle ground is here. it
1: when you think back and you're like, it's only been a month? I, I know. feel like it's been a year already. Oh gosh, because so
2: much is happening. <laughs> America has officially gone back to rehab. That's how I. Yeah, that's right. It. <laughs> yeah, we are Lindsay, Lindsay Lohan did. now. Yeah. America's Lindsay. Oh, Lohan. oh yeah, we spent the first that's eight years hot. of the 21st century in rehab. We that's came right. out, and now we're finding ourselves relapsing, and we're going right back to
1: where we came from. Right back there. Oh it's and
2: it's exhausting. And I want to say uh, it's
1: like every time you wake up, there's a new headline, I, and it's yes. every time just every as time. just as insane or tweet in or tweet oh, in this yeah, case right uh, well all the time the tweets and let's talk about on Friday uh, the Obama administration uh, finished their preliminary look into we mentioned Russia earlier uh, having the CIA look into mm-hmm. um, this claim that Russia. Uh, cyber attacked us during the election to kind of influence it. And that the, the people who hacked the Democratic National Convention emails, the people who, who hacked Hillary Clinton's emails were Russian because they wanted to influence right. the election towards Trump. Well, then on Saturday, it was announced that they found enough evidence to go further and to make this an official mm-hmm. investigation. Mm-hmm. And so as usual, you're supposed to get the, you know, what is the, the new... Coming president, what do they think of this? Mm-hmm. And if we thought a diplomatic response was going to happen, <laughs> mm, diplomacy I from just, him, I just hmm. want to say again, I love it when people s- expect something from someone who has proven to us fifteen thousand times already Wait, that that's not who he is. But yeah. Jonathan, and now we're
0: shocked. The day was diplomatic the day after the election. He was so presidential, he didn't Ru- even. He didn't name names once. No, he was one time. so good. For, Are you kidding? Like any oh, toddler can be good hope. for an hour. Well, <laughs> well, and, and did you see him <laughs> at, the,
2: uh, at the at uh, the NFL game on TV yesterday with the commentators oh, giving the gosh. thumbs up and the fishing? All bump I got to say to you
0: is
1: appealing to a crowd. You told me NFL, <laughs> and I'm like, I know there's guys in Taipans. <laughs> <laughs> football, right? I'm <laughs> but, there for one reason. No, I actually like football. <laughs> um, so let's start there. A lot of people, uh, and it doesn't matter where you stand in uh, in your politics. A lot of people are like, "Hey, are we really going to do this? Are we going to go into?" And it does, you know. And we shouldn't get all worked up into this Russia thing. And obviously. Trump's response has been, "Don't get worked up; it's yeah. not an issue." Oh you know gosh. what I mean? Let's not look at it. But where do we stand on this? We already know where I probably do. So let's yeah, go yeah. to you, to you guys. Oh, well. Where do we stand on this? Should we be going further? Well,
2: I'm, go ahead. Oh, okay. go ahead. Um, no, yeah. So you know, I mean, the Obama administration has said repeatedly that they are considering very strong sanctions against. Russia right Mm -hmm. Uh, economic sanctions I mean just a whole plethora of things Mm -hmm. and as you know Russia is not the powerhouse uh, economy that it used to be so sanctions would pretty much just cripple that nation beyond Comprehension. Now, Trump has said that he's all for repairing American and Russian relations. Right. So and naturally, why wouldn't Russia want to interfere in the election if right. it's going to benefit them right. economically right. in the long right. run?
1: Well, yeah. and let's b- talk about that innocuous statement right there. Mm-hmm. That in and of itself mm-hmm. is not a bad statement. To want to, to repair, to yeah, repair yeah, things isn't bad. Yeah. But it's those underlying things that mm-hmm. is where we start mm-hmm. going, wait, but when you say repair, what, what you does that mean, mean uh-huh. is... And that's where it is because that phrase alone, okay, if we but you're dealing with i i we we live by a rule on our show if you hire crazy, the minute you notice that. You escort crazy to the door. Yep. I would like Bye to ask crazy. America <laughs> who we hire, and then let's ask America who he wants to work with. Oh. If you think Trump is crazy, welcome to Putin's world. Yeah, right. and Excuse that's a reality me. show none of us well, want to see. Yeah. and that's
0: the big concern is that it's you know it's Russia that influence American politics. That's crossing a lot of international. Well, it's just like borders right there. I it's mean, we crossing we, a whole political. Boundaries. We don't like, do that here. That are two different things. This exactly why do you think over there you can have a say in what's happening over here because you want you wanted it to go that way you don't right, get that power right. this is I mean wow to take your uh culture which and I know what kind of culture that yes, is Yes, you do Ooh. firsthand um, that to take that culture and try and apply it here because well that's just how it's gonna have to happen that's that's what right. I want I'm I'm, right. I'm the biggest man in the world which you know it's it's a personality cult over there yeah to apply over here I mean that's ridiculous you can't do that well which I is just can't even think
1: about doing kind that. of my concern another concern it's... i have with trump is to approach i get it why people are like he's going to fix jobs and economy because he's a businessman who makes a lot of money so to approach america as a business is to approach america as if we're one-sided mm-hmm. as if a political system of any country is so simple that it's a one-sided thing. It's not he has no diplomacy and people mm-hmm. act like that's not a big deal. No, but because of the intricacies of what it takes to run a country, no. You you got to. Mm-hmm. Like if he's going to spend his whole four-year term going to each company in each state that has a lot of people who are thinking they might move it and to make individual deals, first of all there's a lot of issues with that that you need to look at. Mm-hmm. Right? right, Which is how do you have a level playing field that's equal to everyone? You don't. You can't if it's yeah. a, based on a one-on-one with different businesses. And he's going to have no time to do anything else because there's a lot of businesses yeah. out there. <laughs> so, and he doesn't release details of no, deals. <laughs> so Because he, he doesn't think we, we need to know. He's not going to be a transparent president if no, you think he is. No, absolutely not. But do you think, what is your views, Chase? On this new, you know, Russia-influenced
2: theory. Well, the thing is, is it's not new. It's been happening before. I just think because so many people are polarized past on this election, it's getting more media attention. If you recall, this happened back in 2012 and in 2008. Mm-hmm. But the Democrats were in power and the media was so lo- embracing of Obama that mm-hmm. they didn't really cover it that much. Mm-hmm. Because in the end, their guy won and they really didn't care. Right. Which is kind right. of where we're at now. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Because the Republicans don't want to care because
1: their guy won. Right. So I think yet again, oh, look, problem with the system. With the system. Exactly.
0: It's not, and from day one, it really hasn't been about the candidates. It's been about us fighting each other like that. And where, yes, I, I, my conversations with anyone who voted for Trump um, always begin with listen. When I attack what Trump is doing, I'm not attacking you personally. Don't take no. it. This is not a, against you. This is me criticizing the person who I see is gonna tear this yes, country. And this apart. is a conversation. Let's, talk, though. We let's see be where we're middle, where we meet in the middle. Yeah, there, there you and go. And that doesn't happen anymore. And that no. is where we need to be.
1: Well, let's talk. Uh, we were talking during a break about uh, the LGBT community, yes. mm-hmm. and we can't. We're cannibalizing each other. Mm-hmm. We have someone online who loves to say beautiful, caring things about us, um, who's a gay man. (laughs) And instead of having a conversation, um, they tear us apart. And they they make assumptions and broad generalizations about us. Of, like we said earlier, that we we wish death to Trump supporters. No, what
0: I wish is that we find our our common ground. Absolutely. Grounds. And you know what? We've responded to him. I I, no one, I think just not, don't one, one or two trolls. Time. I'm just saying don't. But blame. but our response was: Listen, I I'm sorry you feel that way. Come call us on air and talk to us if you want to have a conversation. If not, mm-hmm. you're just being you you're just, just being yell. mean here. That's don't be helping. mean. Have yeah. a conversation. Yeah.
1: So let's now, all of that said, let's get more of your thoughts. <laughs> we just go off. Well, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's it interesting to me because
2: <laughs> there are obviously, as you know, a lot of LGBT people that are afraid the, uh, of Trump's intentions towards the tremendous amount of progress that we've mm-hmm. made the last mm-hmm. eight yes. years. Now, he has prior to winning the election stated that he's all for states rights well he's suddenly done a one eighty, and now he says i just want to keep things the way they are the courts have spoken yeah that's that and and i can understand why a lot of people would be fearful of donald trump i think a lot of it has to do with the fact that he's a republican because most people associate homophobic uh homophobic well when it's in there When it's in their platform
1: and they talk about it as being part of their... Then it's like, okay. It is, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. But just know that that's not an ideology that's shared across the entire Republican platform. We've had some amazing Republicans on the show that we've enjoyed.
1: But I still stand behind the thought of if it's part of a national platform, I still don't have the luxury of ever supporting someone who as national platform would never support me. Right? Because as much as I love the rogue... You know, mm-hmm. uh, Republicans who don't believe that, the fact is, it doesn't matter well, the rogues. And unless I, they're oh, yeah. taken over, and then, hey... You but, know,
0: but here's free for all, here's but the thing with that is there are so many Republicans that are more either centralist or more liberal with their social right. views, yeah. and that's great. Mm-hmm. Why aren't they standing up to the national platform to say, "Hey, guys, we need to change these aspects and keep everything else. We disagree with the LGBT portion. We think we should be included, and then our Republican Party can be good. And in that case, once that happens, I think you have the freedom to choose which party you want. But that's about a
1: system where we. Yeah. Oh, and I want to make sure you get some exactly. Same, I know you have some yeah, things to say. About I do. That. Yeah, I was going to say do that guy. <laughs>
0: Because
2: there is no individuality in the Republican Party. Either you're part of the collective, or right. you're not part of it at all. And let's oh be honest: honest and, to some and, extent, and politicians that's true about want Democrats. to get reelected. And if they right. ventured off the Republican platform, they would be marginalized, and they'd never yes. be able to hold public office ever. Yeah, again. because that's, their voting base
1: yeah. that they have cultivated over the last decades and decades they, because we're all about you know mm-hmm. the polls and the numbers is about that, and it's not about where is you as an individual authentic. stand, Mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. is why I think because what you just said about Democrats, I mean about Republicans, is actually true about Democrats as well. It's about all all politicians. and so The fact is, that's the problem. Mm -hmm. So As LGBT people, as these people who troll our page and say ugly things about us, what I want to say to them, that you have stated as well Sergey, is that this is the problem, that we will cannibalize each other instead of talk to each other. I would rather tear Mm -hmm, you apart mm -hmm. as a human being than to figure out how can we move forward together? Right, right. And obviously, after this election, that's what has been exposed, not just in these small minority groups that can tear each other apart, but as a whole in this country, yeah. that we do not know how to live together. Right. I don't know who my neighbor is. I don't. And the fact that I don't want to is part of the problem. You know, and trust me, I, I don't. But <laughs> so I admit that I am not. I am not not to have some blame. We're all to blame, because, really. Yes, in, in and we have to start way, yeah. there, right? And say we all have responsibility. Hey, exactly, and then. It's how how our country. Yeah. But
2: i mean it also goes back to that fear of the unknown, mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. not knowing who your neighbor is and right, not right. knowing if I have this conversation with this Trump supporter who disagrees with me on you know a variety of fundamental issues, is it going to get heated? Well, I'd rather yeah. not take the chance to right. just not. For sure. Do it. Yeah. And maybe it's, they get
0: mean right. and you know, exactly. absolutely. It's, well, it's, and, it's and there's the thing It is. It's real. it is
2: so much easier
1: to hate or vilify someone if I don't take the time to know them. You know what I mean? There it so is. Exactly. and we said it a ton of times when we did, had no rights in the LGBT mm-hmm. community, which is mm-hmm. you put the mask of a monster yeah. on this community because then it's easier to make yourself understand why mm-hmm. you hate them. You give yourself a justification. But if we talk, we realize, oh, life isn't that simple, and there's intricacies right. in all of us, and and I see some things I like and some things I don't, and we become that. And I think yeah. we do that as a society so much right now that that's where we need to step away and go okay how do, but so let's have this conversation how do we begin
0: when well, we're this far gone. Here's the thing. I think the the step to beginning... I mean, it begins with everybody uh, in their daily lives. But it begins with seeing, like you said, uh, your neighbor as a person and understanding where they come from, whether you agree or disagree. Mm-hmm. Taking the time to say, okay, I'm going to hear you out and listen to you and try to understand where you're coming from. Because right. most likely, all of the tabloids and all the media is portraying this big picture, which for you is might not be true. Right. I just want to understand where you're coming from. And then, in turn... Have them understand you. I mean, we need to see each other as brothers and sisters instead Mm -hmm. of just oh, you're a Trump supporter or the no. We have our issues and we have our concerns, and some of them might be much more valid than we anticipate. Right. And in order for us to solve it, we have to know what those genuinely are, instead of saying you just voted for them because you're racist, misogynist, or homophobic. That's not necessarily true. Exactly. And that kind of thing just tears us apart. Paint someone exactly mm -hmm. instead of know someone. It's easy to say, but. A lot of people voted. I mean, listen. There, I know a lot of very liberal people who their one big thing was they were um, pro life instead of pro choice, and they mm-hmm. voted Trump because they were so pro life that they couldn't mm-hmm. deal with anything else. And vice versa, you know, lots of re- Republican people right. voted the other way because of one thi- thing or another. And it's just yeah, we have and to it understand
1: wasn't, each other. It wasn't in a one and and. I understand where you're yeah. coming from, but I still stand on it, it wasn't a one-issue no, election, and it, it that's wasn't. the problem. No, but a lot yeah. of us voted as if it was, right. and that to me is citizen
2: fail.
0: But and that's yeah. where it begins to understand each other what we're talking about, why we did these right. things, no, yeah. and, and, and where we come from. You
2: have to have that conversation. I think it goes back to a conversation
0: mm-hmm. we had the last
2: time we were here. We were talking about labels, and yes. that labels yes. oftentimes marginalize our personalities and attach certain aspects of our character on our on our sleeves yeah i think so many people need to Mm -hmm. put party aside and focus on principle and i think if we if we took away the democratic label took away the republican label and put these people together and said let's not talk about politics let's talk about principle i think we'd all find oh my gosh we have a lot in common yes and we would realize
1: that these things that we paint both sides the the democrats and the Mm -hmm. the uh, republicans is this that we don't allow them to be complicated, right. intricate human beings. Right. Mm-hmm. We want you to be mm-hmm. one face, scary horror doll that you know that's in the movies. Mm-hmm. But we are intricate people that need to connect. Yeah. We need we to understand, and we're not doing that now. No. And what I would have hoped for. Since election day was that we because a lot of scary stuff for a lot of us has happened. So now, okay, so how do we connect now? And how Mm. do we go? Oh, this society has gone crazy. And now we're divided. Now, how do we find a connection? But we haven't spent the last 30 whatever days doing that Mm -hmm. and so my fear is well how do we expect to move forward when january comes and if we haven't done any of the work we need to start doing now
2: i think we're still in recovery i think there's still a lot of people where those wounds are still very very fresh and i think it's gonna take
1: time to heal where's the antibiotic that's (laughs) high powered how do we begin because listen i am still way worked up about Mm -hmm. it but i know i need to have the conversations so, so in and their and heart, and, and I, I think, need to take breaks, but right. I talked to my friends who voted differently than me mm-hmm. because I want to have those conversations. How do we go? We're still, you know, the grief or whatever you're, we're going through, the pain isn't going to magically go away for a long time, but we have to find a way to work within it.
0: You know what I mean? I, you yeah. know, I don't think there's a magic pill for that, but I think we just- Can there be? Uh, we I Because it. I think it's this, it's us sitting together and exactly. saying, listen, we're going to have this conversation, we're going to disagree, and we're going to agree on different things. You made me cry. And That's it's, beautiful. It, right. We, well,
1: we are the change, Gandhi. Thank you. Exactly. We
0: are. we are. So it starts here, it starts at our workplace, it starts by going to your neighbors, baking cookies, and saying, hi, Well, okay, I would you? start a
1: war if I baked them cookies,
0: because <laughs> they would not like them. You would, but, they would die? True. I'll buy them cookies. Poisoning. How about that? That's I fun. can do that. <laughs> but, you know that that, that <laughs> no it's true. true it's true <laughs>
1: um actually this has been a fun conversation we are going to have on uh, uh a singer to debut their single in just a little bit yes but we right are. now because we're all about being grateful we want to talk about some of the people who out of the kindness of their heart support us outspoken receives support from nine bar and bistro featuring a full bar food menu and trivia on thursday nights located at 232 west sprague avenue more information is available at 509
0: 747 1621. Outspoken receive support from Instant Sign Factory, celebrating 25 years serving the Inland Northwest indoor and outdoor sign needs. More information at 1-877-778-7446 and online at instantsignfactory.com. Outspoken receives support from the Unitarian Universalist
1: Church of Spokane, serving the community with a non-dogmatic religious environment, welcoming all people, regardless of race, sexual orientation, gender identity, or physical ability. Information online at uspokane.org or 509 325
0: six three eight three outspoken is funded in part by the pride foundation for more information visit pridefoundation.org Woohoo! and i think uh do, should we take a song break before Let, before might God as comes well. in? yeah listen i got all worked up i gotta
1: like I, I, calm <laughs> you down. gotta calm down I gotta
0: well calm i think down. we should play uh the song that you and i um kind of uh, really fell in love with a few a few weekends ago <gasps> um, and that is off of Lady Gaga's oh, new this album. Song kills yeah. me. I'm gonna cry. I know it's and everything it's a, makes me cry. Right? <laughs> you did cry a lot during. I, it. Yeah, that was um, a crazy weekend. It, it kind of yeah touches a lot about the issues that we're facing. So here's Angel Down. You are listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM. This is Outspoken. And one of the fun things that we get to do on our show
1: is support local music and yeah, you. Uh, grassroots movement yeah just uh, sure. great artists that are coming out and the music that they're doing and we uh have a queer folk project indiana queen who has just released their stunning new visual album summon without sorrow and to introduce a single on our show uh we have kevin thornton on the line kevin are you there I sure am. I had to be really dramatic, so you know it <laughs> worked. I like it. You're welcome. I like dramatic. So, so let's start with tell us about uh, this song that we're going to be playing for our listeners today.
3: Uh, you know, it's just a simple song that comes from a simple place about you know heartbreak, but it's told from a queer perspective. Okay, uh, it's told you know in the form of roots music. So I think that makes it unusual. But it's you know it's it's a story as old as anything. It's about love that didn't work out, but Aww. between
1: two men. Oh, see, now yeah, I'm oh, going to cry again. I cry too easily. <laughs> You've come on the wrong show. Because, <laughs> no, I'm excited. we got to listen to it uh, ourselves. And um, I love when we can tell simple love stories yeah. gone wrong in songs. So <laughs> uh, so why don't you tell yeah. our listeners what it is and where they can go and hear more of uh, your music?
3: Yeah, everything is at IndianaQueen.com. You can watch the film. You can listen to other songs. Uh, But this song is from uh, the newest visual album, Someone Without Sorrow, and the song is called Be My Man.
0: Perfect. And thank you for calling in. We're going to play it right now for our listeners. Thank you. You are back with KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM. I just want to say really quick that I I remember who my husband is.
1: His name is Miguel Angelo. And that final line in that song, (laughs) I want you to be my man. He said yes to marrying me, so I need to call him up. Okay, Miguel, are you listening? Miguel Angelo. Right. And he writes me every now and then. Does he? Oh, wow. Hey, I mean, husbands do have to communicate. I might need to tell Miguel that, sweetheart, there's another... (laughs) <laughs> I, there's a trend there You have is another thing.
0: very similar names Miguel and Miguel
1: that's true maybe it's the same guy maybe it's the same guy maybe <sighs> he knew he called in and except he was like, I know Miguel <laughs> much better than I know Miguel but you know they, whatever combine them to, you know, we've fun. had a really fun two hours on this <laughs> show we talked about the amazing yeah. uh, musical starring George Takei uh, which is allegiance which is coming the movie version is coming to our town.
0: It is it's on it's December 13th at yeah. the Northtown Regal or the Coeur d'Alene Regal Cinemas exactly. and it's at 7:30.
1: So definitely check that out. It's, it's about something that happened in our mm-hmm. history, something that was in not our that neck of long the woods ago. actually. In, yeah, exactly. And so go check out that yeah. when we were uh, sending our Japanese American friends to internment camps cuz yeah. we were scared. We do a lot of things out of fear which brought us to our second conversation with Chase Lawrence who is a uh, local artist who um who was actually we mentioned he was uh, one of the artists at terrains uh big big protest that they did their artistic protest the name there was a specific name for it wasn't the rally it? rally, the rally. Uh, mm-hmm. which was amazing and you had a piece in there as well and we've been talking about what's it like a month after election mm-hmm. a month until a little over a month until it's official the roller coaster, I think, all of us have been on. Right. And I think the unifying thing that we have said—correct me if I'm gone wrong—what I have co- taken from this is that we need to find a way, instead of tearing each other apart, to come together.
2: Find that common ground.
1: Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Always, always. So, if you had something,
2: Chase, that you
1: would want people to to think and remember as we move forward, what would what would that be?
2: I think it's important to remember that. You need to be involved. You need to be in, uh, involved, and more importantly, you need to be informed. I think a lot Thank of people you. voted yeah. out of fear of mm-hmm. what they believed was true, but of course, out you know, of sound bites, exactly out of out of sound bites, fear mongering, and going back to what Sergey said earlier, it starts at home mm-hmm. you need to get your friends involved participate in things like this get involved yeah. in your local communities That's seek right. out your city council members Do go to town it. halls have discussions mm-hmm. because it all starts here mm-hmm. and it will organically manifest and spread and it creates this movement of enlightenment and it's that enlightenment that will prevent history from doing something similar love like this. it right and again.
1: don't be afraid uh, To reach out. I mean, we Mm -hmm. we recently had our picture taken uh, with Mayor Condon. and, And it is no secret that we don't always stand on the same side as him. But we know that that conversation and that relationship exactly. is important, yeah, even exactly. if sometimes maybe he wants to run away. It's <laughs> fine. It's fine. I mean, but the fact uh, is, we have to be able to talk to each other or yes, nothing is going to change. Yeah. I mean, let's talk about dividing a state. Mm-hmm. We didn't even mention it, but I'm just saying there might be two people in my neck of the woods in the valley who are trying to divide the state again for the 18,000th time in in Washington history, and we could all live in a right. state called Liberty. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. No, really? thank you. Is that a thing? No, Liberty? but they're capitalizing yeah. on the fact that a lot of fear got yeah. uh, got good traction. So maybe we can capitalize on that fear and finally get the state split.
0: N- guys, just yeah. drop it, people. Matt I know.
1: Shea, okay. drop it. Matt drop Shea, it. let it go. McCaslin, let it go. Let, it, yeah. let go. it go. Okay, moving on. I just wanted to say, <laughs> I mean, if you need a Disney song, you can listen to "Let It Go." That's I mean, right. It hey, will inspire thank you. you. Thank you. Let thank
0: you let it go thank you for that i know i know i'm just saying (laughs)
1: anyways we want to remind you always next week is a very important conversation it's part of the uncomfortable conversation series and we'll be talking about grief uh we will have on the the author of the book uh filling empty Mm -hmm. as well as our very favorite therapist uh from manhattan damon l Jacobs, will be on and we'll be talking about how Uh, In our culture, we do not talk about the important things. And now one of those is grief. How do we cope? How do we move forward when we're dealing with grief? And honestly, right now, uh, a lot of the symptoms going on, for those of us still reeling from the election, are symptoms of grief. Mm -hmm. And we need to be able to process it. But in this culture, we don't talk about the uncomfortable feelings, and grief is one of them. So do not miss next week's show. Very important show. Very much looking forward to it.